Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. Episode 160, How to Overcome Your Fear for a New Life. You want to implement some changes in your life where fear seems to always get in the way. You procrastinate and catastrophize. Your anxiety levels go up and you decide, nope, change isn't for me. You've dreamed of a better future for a while, but are simply too afraid to take even the smallest of chances. What can you do to challenge your fear and make the changes you want? Seven tips to overcoming your fear of the future. Remember, you do have the courage to do this. Things might not have worked out before, but you survived and learned from your mistakes and achievements. Everyone makes mistakes. We realise that we can still go on and do what we need to do, no matter how we feel. We feel the fear and do it anyway, as they say. It's important to not just look at your mistakes, though. We need to see all we have achieved, no matter how small, and celebrate them too. All too often, we only focus on the mistakes and don't give ourselves enough credit for what we have achieved. We need to raise our self-belief and realise that if we can believe in ourselves a bit more, we can face any future and our fears will reduce. Don't try to change it all at once. Instead, take things nice and small and always slowly. When we try and change too much at once or try to make big changes, we run out of steam very quickly. Our mind will then use that sense of failure against us the next time we try. Learn that it's okay to, and better to, make small changes in one area of your life at a time. Focus on the here and now. Use the motto one day at a time will ease your worries as you make progress every day. Try to visualise a positive outcome for the future. This is a great way to reduce your fear and stress about the future. Imagine a positive outcome for the life you want instead of a bleak one. We don't have to visualise too far into the future either. You can start by imagining something new you currently have to do with a positive outcome. Remember, this is about experiencing the emotions and the feelings of victory even before it happens. It will help your mind get on the right track and seek positive outcome solutions. Make sure your basic self-care is on track. If you're not looking after yourself, then you will feel more off balance. Your fears and anxiety levels will rise. I have a blog on basic self-care that you can check out. There'll be a link in the description below. Or check out my book, The Building Blocks of Self-Care, for more detailed self-help course on introducing self-care into your life. Learn to reduce your stress levels and relax. A very simple meditation may be all you need to relax and start reducing your stress levels. Taking a few breaths can help reduce your anxiety during the day. Try a three-minute breather when you feel your anxiety or stress levels rise. I do have a podcast on that and you'll be able to find a link to it in the original post. Create a relaxing playlist, head out for a walk, unplug from your phone and your computer, read a book, engage in a hobby or an interest are all ways to have a positive effect on your stress levels. I'm going to give you some more do's and don'ts tips in a moment. 
Take a positive step towards tackling your worry. Remember, worry will only make it feel much worse. Most of the time, it never comes true anyway. We cannot predict the future. Remember also, all the worrying will not change the outcome. Plus, it will more than likely be positive anyway, so enjoy the journey. If you need to worry, then create a worry period. That is a set amount of time you are allowed to worry, procrastinate or catastrophize in. But once this time is up, you cannot worry for the rest of the day. Write down what you are worrying about and reflect on it. Is it realistic? What are the chances of it coming true? What is the worst that can happen? Now, if that happened, what actions could you take to protect yourself? Making a list like this can be reassuring as we feel more in control. Next, make sure you only focus on the day in question. Have a plan for that day and stick to it. Don't forget to get help if you need it. If you feel your anxiety and fears are getting the better of you and affecting your day-to-day life, then ask for help from a therapist. A therapist can help you gain back control of your life. They can give you exercises that will help reduce your fears, anxieties and get to the root cause of your fears, etc. A few more simple do's and don'ts to help protect your positive mindset. 1. Stop reading newspapers or watching the news. If something important happens, someone will always tell you. These forms of media can be very negative. If you are trying to create a more positive life, you would be surprised at how much your brain takes in that has a negative effect on it. Remember, you are trying to reduce your fear of the future to induce a positive outlook and make changes. Two, be careful of what you watch on TV and in films. Again, these can have a negative impact as your brain doesn't understand what is real or not. Three, limit your time on social media via all your devices. Again, for the same reason as the news, TV and film, but also because it may create a sense of failure when we start to compare ourselves to those on social media. Four, limit your alcohol intake. Yes, alcohol can make you feel like your inhibitions are reducing or gone, but that is simply untrue. It was probably fear holding you back all along. Alcohol can cause a whole host of problems for people. From sleep problems, financial difficulties, addiction issues, hinder decision making, etc. It will only increase your fears rather than reduce them long term. 5. Try to sleep 7-9 to nine hours. If you're not sleeping enough, your mind will be more open to negative influences and thinking. With less sleep, your mind will not be able to make full, positive and proper decisions. You'll find more on how to improve your sleep in a blog and podcast I have done. Again, the link is in the description below. Or you can read about it and how to help yourself alongside many other topics in my book, The Building Blocks of Self-Care. Six, get creative and learn to use it to express your emotions and feelings. Journal your ideas, goals and dreams. Start brain dumping your thoughts and lists in your journal to help you reduce your stress levels. Remember, getting creative also helps your leadership skills, outside of the box thinking and productivity. So you could try painting, music, that can include listening, playing or singing, woodwork, poetry, writing, sports, reading, etc. to gain some positive influence. 7. Use lists. Create a not-my-responsibility list. Hand back everything you do for others that they could do for themselves. This will free up some of your time to do what you love. 
Or what about a useful, not useful list? What is going on in your mind right now? Is that thought useful or not useful? Start to make a note of your thoughts. Are they useful to your current situation or not? Which ones are clouded with fears and illusions? Train your mind to watch for these types of thoughts and counteract them by asking yourself, could they really be true? At the start, you could do this in hindsight, but little by little, you will learn to correct them immediately. Work with me. Remember, you are allowed to ask for support. No one is an island. If you need extra support, then you can also work with me. We all struggle with stress and overwhelm from time to time. If you find this has become a problem for you and you'd like to schedule an appointment, you'll find a link on my website. There are links to many helpful blogs, podcasts and videos in the original post. I'll place a link to it in the description below. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.deborahbrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DB Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week 